number, you will need the conference dial-in number in the access code. Welcome. Thank you for calling Diamonds of Promise LLC with Lane. We're a positive women's empowerment outreach based in Cuyahoga County, but serving women worldwide. Here, we believe all women are as rare diamonds, special, unique, and of great value to God. If you're not sharing, please mute your phone and you will be connected. If you are the host, press star now. Otherwise, please wait and you will be joined into the conference. Please announce yourself. Welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Today is February 6th, Monday, and we're in the chapter of 1 Samuel, chapter 9. And we're going to be reading it all in its entirety. Father, I thank you for this line. I ask that you bless this line. Cover everyone here. Cover our phone lines. Bind all chaos and confusion in the atmosphere, Lord God. Father, bind any distractions as we come together to read your holy word. And Father, we thank you. We give you the honor and the glory. Open up our spiritual eyes and spiritual ears to receive everything that you have for us today. And it is so. I'm going to jump right in and I'm reading from the Amplified side of the parallel King James and Amplified Version. There was a man of the tribe of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abel, the son of Zerah, the son of Bechorah, the son of Asiath, a Benjamite, a mighty man of influence and wealth. Kish had a son named Saul, a choice and a handsome man. Among the sons of Israel, there was not a man more handsome than he. From his shoulders and up, he was a head taller than any of the people. Now the donkeys of Kish, Saul's father, had, wand had wandered off and were lost. Kish said to his son, Saul, please take one of these servants with you and arise to go look for the donkeys. And they passed through the hill country of Ephraim in the land of Shalisha, but did not find them. They were passed through the land of Shalem, but they were not there in the land of Benjamites, but they still did not find them. When they came to the land of Zuk, Saul said to his servant who was with him, Come, let us return. Otherwise, my father will stop worrying about the donkeys and become anxious about us. The servant said to him, Look here, in the city, in this city, there is a man of God, and the man is held in honor. Everything that he says come true. Now let us go there, perhaps. He can advise us about our journey and tell us where we should go. Then Saul said to the servant, but look, as we go to see him, what shall we bring to the man? 
the bread from our sacks is gone, and there was no gift to bring the woman, um, pardon me, the men of God. What do we have to offer? The servant replied again to Saul, Here in my hand, I have a quarter of a shekel of silver. I will give that to the man of God, and he will advise us as to where we should go on our journey to find the donkey. For merely, um, pardon me, formerly in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, he would say, Come, let us go to the seer. For he, for he who was called a prophet today was formerly called a seer. Saul said to his servant, Well said, Come, let us go. So they went to the city where the man of God was living. And they went up to the hill to the, to the city. They met some young women going to out to draw water. And they said to them, Is the seer prophet here? And they answered him, He is. Look, he is ahead of you. Hurry now, for he has come into the city today, because the people have sacrificed on the high place today. As you enter the city, you will find him before he goes up to the high place to eat. For the people will not eat unless he comes, because he must because he must ask the blessing of the sacrifice. Afterwards, pardon me, afterwards, those who were invited will eat, so go up now, or about now you will find him. So they went up to the city, and as they came into the city, there was Samuel coming out towards them to go up to the high place. Now a day before Saul came, the Lord had informed Samuel of this, saying, about this time tomorrow, I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin, and you shall anoint him as leader over my people, Israel. And he will save my people from the hand of the Philistines. For I have looked upon the distress of my people, because their cry for help has come to me. When Samuel saw Saul, Saul the Lord said to him, There is the man of whom I spoke to you. This one shall rule over my people as their king. Then Saul approached Samuel in the city, in the city gate, and said, Please tell me where the spirit's house is. Samuel answered Saul, I am the seer. Go on ahead of me to the high place, for you shall eat with me today. And in the morning I will let you go, and I will tell you all that is on your mind. As for your donkeys, which were lost three days ago, do not be concerned about them, for they have been found. And from and for whom are all these things uh, desirable of Israel? Are they not for you and for all your father's household family? Saul replied, Am I not a Benjamite of the smallest tribe of Israel? And is not my family the smallest of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin? Why then have you spoken this way to me, as if I were very important? Then Samuel took Saul and his servants and brought them into the hall at the high place, and gave them a place to sit at the head of the person, about 30 men who were invited while the rest ate outside. Samuel said to the cook, bring the priest portion that I gave you, regarding which I told you, set it aside. Then the cook 
lifted up the leg by which with the meat that was on it, indicating that it was the priest honored portion, and placed it before Saul. Samuel said, Here is what has been reserved for you. Set it before you, and eat, because it has been kept for you until the appointed time, ever since I invited the people. So Saul ate with Samuel that day. Now, when they came down from the high place into the city, Samuel spoke with Saul on the roof of his house. They got up early the next day and drawn Samuel, and at dawn, Samuel called Saul, who was sleeping on the roof, saying, Get up, that I may send you on your way. Saul got up, and both he and Samuel went outside. As they were going down to the outskirts of the city, Samuel said to Saul, Tell the servant to go on ahead of us, so that he may pass by. But you stand still now, so that I may proclaim the word of God to you. And that concludes the reading of First Samuel chapter 9. All of the verses in its entirety. And I'm going to jump into my interpretation. Okay, so what I see taking place here and Saul and um first Samuel is Saul has um their donkeys are lost. His father's donkeys are lost. And that's how it starts out. Um Kish was a rich man from the tribe of Benjamin. Um he was Saul's father. And um Saul was very tall and extremely handsome and they made no note of that in the word. And then he, uh, one day the donkeys went missing, so Saul and his servants went out to find them. They went to the hill country of Ephraim, and they couldn't find them. They were looking and looking. They were about to give up and go home. And then the servant reminded Saul about a seer, which is a prophet that may be able to help them to find them. So they decided to visit the, the, Saul, uh, the prophet, and um, they went up to visit him, and they saw him, saw me. Samuel in verses 11 through 27, which is the end of the chapter. So they went to go uh, meet up to meet him and ask for help in locating the animals. So Saul and the servant went up to the high place, and that's where they went to bless the sacrifice for the people. And God had spoken with Samuel the day before, so he already knew that was coming, and he already knew. And that's just something that I wanted to point out about a true prophet, someone that definitely um, is truly hearing from God. They know things that get insight from the Lord, and the Lord gives them information that actually comes to pass. And that's the key when you're um, dealing with prophetic and prophetic ministries. Uh, that person, what they're saying to you is not coming to pass. And sometimes it can take time for it to come to pass, but it still should happen nevertheless. And that's the question there for that person, um, that they're authentic or not, because here... Um, God had already spoke to him about him. So um, here he goes on and he meets him. And uh, Samuel was um, to anoint Saul as king. He was to anoint him as king over Israel. But before he did that, he invited him to eat with him and spend the night. And, um, you know, he assured him that don't you don't have to keep looking for your father's donkeys. They're already found. So they were able to rest and, you know, not have 
anxiety because they were stressing a little bit about finding them. And, you know, the father, he didn't want them to be disappointed. And they didn't come back with any information about it. So Samuel blessed Saul's house and um, told him that they were going to receive a great honor and um, and let him know he was the Benjamite and that, you know, they were not one of the, amongst the greats. But Samuel sat Saul in the seat of honor and gave him a good piece of meat that he had previously set aside. And that special piece was usually given to the uh, priest. So after the, after the night he spent, the, um, after the meal, they spent the night in the city. And the next morning, Samuel woke up Saul and told him to send the service ahead of him. And then he wanted to speak to him privately to share the word of the Lord with him. So we see that he is now about to get the blessing and become uh, the king of Israel. The people we remember previously in chapter 7 and 8 wanted a king, and now they're going to get what they wanted. And my prayer from these verses is, Father, I thank you, Lord, for the story here with Saul. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that even though um, we may go through trials and tribulations, Lord God, and things can happen, but I'm grateful to you, Lord God, that you have men and women of God to lead us and to help us and to help us to have peace in the words from which you give them. So, Lord, I also pray that you would bless those men and women of God that you use to bring forth your word. Lord, I ask that you would bless our homes in the name of Jesus and cover our homes, Lord God. And Lord, I just thank you for all that you do in our lives, Lord God. I ask that you will, Lord, be, be the source of everything that we need and show us, Lord God, that you are for us. And Lord God, I thank you that you don't see the outward appearance, but you look at the heart. So it doesn't matter if someone's extremely handsome or, or tall or if they're really beautiful. You're still looking at the inside of the heart. You said so in First Samuel 16, verse 7, that you do not see a man as, as other men see, but you see the inside appearance. And you look at our hearts. So, Lord, I pray that our hearts would be right before you and that you would bless us and that you would lead us and guide us. In Jesus' name, it is so. So that is what I get from these verses. Look can be deceiving. <laughs> uh, you know, here we see Paul and, and we see that, um, pardon me, Saul. Um, he was super tall and handsome, and he was really a, attractive. But, you know, he he had some things going on within him. He wasn't the king that Israel needed. But nevertheless, they still um, here are about to appoint him as king. And blessings, everyone. Welcome to the Breakfast Bible Club. Today we're in Saul, first, uh, pardon me, First Samuel, chapter 9. And we're doing all of it, all of it in its entirety. And what we do here at the Breakfast Bible Club, and I want to say welcome. If this is your first time calling in, welcome. God bless you. God bless everybody. And uh, what we do is we read our verses. Today we'll be reading chapter 9, 1 Samuel. And then we give our interpretation for what we get from out of these verses, what they mean to us, what stands out in the story. And then after we give our interpretation, we give a short prayer. And the prayer could be, um, it's going to be given at the end of the interpretation. And that's what you, uh, either for yourself, your loved ones, someone that's in your family, or it could be for, the prayer could be for it to bless the line. And then I will point out one key from each interpretation. If you do not have an interpretation today, you can feel free to just read or listen in only. So whatever you feel comfortable with, all is welcome. We know some are at work, appointments, and the like. Also, you can sing a song 
if you choose as well, the connection with our verses. We have our writers on the line. Blessings to our writers who write out the verses daily. This step is optional. If you love to write, then this step is for you. And we also have our listeners on the line that listen in daily. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for listening in today. And um, we, I pray that everyone here takes something away to encourage, uplift, and bless them today using the word of God. And the word is our focus. We are respectful of each other, short example of the fruit of the spirit according to Galatians 5, 22 and 23, which is love, joy, patience, kindness, and the like. So we're respectful to everyone here on the line. We welcome the Holy Spirit to flow and move throughout the call. We never debate or challenge anyone's interpretation. Uh, we don't agree, we just simply allow them to just uh, share however they feel they're to share. If anything is disrespectful of nature, then I will step in according to the Holy Spirit to make the correction. So with this being said, let's grab some coffee, tea, or water if you choose, and let's get started. And we will now welcome Sister Melissa. She translates our verses from English to Espanol. Blessings, good day, Sister Melissa. We are in First Samuel chapter 9. It's all entirety. Good day, Buenos verses 5 above, of Biblical Desayuno. Today I'm going to read from the Bible. Hoy voy a leer de la Sagrada Biblia. Verses 1 
than any of the people. So, Etienne, in heel, say, Yambasau, Fabor Sibir, Fabor Sibo, y Hermoso, no había otro más remorso que el entre los hijos de Isiel, de los hombros abriba, sobrepasaba a cualquiera del pueblo. And and the ashes of curse Saul's father were lost. And curse said to Saul his son, Take now one of the servants with thee, and arise, and go seek the ashes. Y las asnas de su padre de Saul se habían perdido por lo cual dijo si a sus hijos como ahora contigo uno de los criados levante y ve en busca de las asnas Four. And he passed through Mount Ephraim and passed through the land of Galicia, but they but they found them not. Then they passed through the land of Shalim, and there were and they were not. And then he passed through the land of the Benjamites, but they found them not. Cuatro. Y salí paso por la reona mantenosa de Isam y recorrió la tierra de Salisa, pero no las hallaron. Luego pasaron por la tierra de Salim, mas no estaban allí. Después atravesaron la tierra de los Bindrimatis, pero no las encontraron. Five. And when they come to the land of Zeus and Saul, said to his servant that was with him, come and let us return. Did your father leave caring for the asses and take Throughout for us. Cuando llegaron a la tierra de su bautillo al criado, que estaba con, con perdóname, el Ben Regomo, no sé que mi padre dije de preocuparse por las asnas y se angustie por nosotros. Six. And he said unto him, 
Behold, now there is a city in a man of city, a man of God, and he is an honorable man. All that he saith cometh surely to pass. Now let us go hither. Pandera venture. He can shew us he can shew us our way that we should go. Y él le respondió, He aquí que ha un hombre de Dios en esta ciudad, el cual es viendo en alta estima todo lo que él dice se cumple sin falta. Vamos ahora. Cuisa pueda orientarnos acerca de la jornada que hemos emprendido. Seven. Then he said to his servant, But behold, if we go, what shall we bring the man? For the bread is spent in our vessels. And there is not a present to bring a man of God what we have. What have we? Excuse me. Fíjate. Entonces, sal a sus creados. Pero que, pero que aquí, si vamos, que le llevaremos al hombre, porque... El pan de nuestras alforjas sí ha acabado y no que presente para elevar al hombre de ti que tenemos. Seven. Eight. And the servant answered Saul again and said, Behold, I have here at the land at, at the land the fourth part of a shekel of silver that I will give the man of God to tell us our way. Ocho. Y el criado volvió a responder al sol. Y dijo, Que aquí tengo en mi mano la cuarta parte de su su, su, su silo de plata. Te daré, daré al hombre de Dios. Y él nos indicará nuestro camino. Nine. Um, before time in Israel, when a man went out to inquire of God, thus he spake, Come and let us go to the seer. For that he is now called a prophet, was before time called a seer. Nueve. Antiguamente en Israel, cuando un iba 
a con su pau y Dios decía bendito vamos al vidente porque al que hoy se le llama profeta antes si le llama vidente bien este to his servant, well said, come let us go. So we went to the city where the man of God was. So they went to, unto the city where the man of God was. Excuse me. Yes. Entonces volvió a su criado. Bien dicho. Anda vamos. Y fieron a la ciudad donde estaba, estaba el hombre de Dios. Eleven. As they went up to the hill, to the city, they found young maidens going out to draw water and said unto them, Is there, is, is the seer here? Once, según sabían por la cuesta de la ciudad, se encontraron con unas muchachas que salían a sacar agua y les dijeron, ¿Está aquí el vidente? Bueno, well, And they answered them and said, He is, behold, he is before you. Make haste now. For he he came today to the city, for there is a sacrifice of the people the day today in the high place. Both Eas les respondieron. Y dijeron, sí, he aquí, está delante de ti. Asparate, asparate, perdóname, ahora, pues hoy al venido, venido, perdóname, a la ciudad, porque el pueblo tiene hoy un sacrificio en el lugar alto. As soon as you become into the city, you shall straight away find him before he go out to the high place to eat. For the people will not eat until he come, because he doeth bless the sacrifice. And afterwards, they eat that be. And afterwards, they eat that be bidden. Now, therefore, get up, get you up, for about this time you shall find him. Cuando entres en la ciudad, lo encontrarás antes que suba al lugar alto al comer, pues el pueblo no comerá 
hasta que él llegue. Porque él tiene que bendecir el sacrificio. Después, como eran los convidados, pido, pido, perdóname, ahora que no encontráis en su vida. For and they went up to the city, and when they were come to the city, behold, Samuel came out against them, or to go out to the high place, or to go up to the high place. Excuse me. Catorce, ellos pues subieron a la ciudad. Cuando, cuando entraban a la ciudad, he aquí que Samuel salía hacia ellos para subir al lugar al Now the Lord had told Samuel in his ear a day before Saul came saying, Ahora viene una día antes de la llegada de Saul. El Señor había revelado esto a Samuel diciendo. 16. Uh, tomorrow about this time, I will send a man out of the land of Benjamin and thought shall anoint him to be captain over my people Israel, that he may save my people out of the hand of the Philistines. For I have looked upon my people because their cry is to come unto me. Mañana, como a esta hora te enviaré un hombre de la tierra de Benjamin. Lo cumplirás para que sea principal sobre mi pueblo y fiel. Y él levará a mi pueblo de la mano de los filisteos. Porque yo he visto la a felicidad de mi pueblo, pues su calor ha llegado hasta mí. 17. And when Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said unto him, Behold, the man whom I spake to us, spake to thee of, the same shall reign over my people. Cuando Samuel dio a Sal, el Señor le dijo, He aquí el hombre de quien te hable está gobernada a mi pueblo. Eche. 
Then Saul grew near to Samuel in the gate and said, Tell me, I pray thee, where the seer's house is. Entonces Saul se acercó a Samuel en medio de la puerta y le dijo, te dijo que me enseñes dónde está la casa del diente. Vidente. Nineteen. And Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me into the high place, for ye shall eat with me today, and tomorrow I will let thee go, and I will tell thee all that is it all that is in thine heart. Respondió Samuel a Saul y dijo. Y soy el diente. Sube delante de mí al lugar alto. Pues hoy comerás conmigo. Y por la mañana dejaré ir y te declare todo lo que está en tu corazón. Bueno. And as far as these asses that they are lost three days ago, set not thy mind, set not thy mind on them. For they are found, and on whom all the desired of Israel. It is not on thee, and on all thy father's house. It is and it, and on whom it whom is all the desire of Israel. Is it not on thee and on all my father's house? Dente. Y cuanto a tus años que se pedieran hace tres días, no te preocupas por ellas, pues han sido halladas. Y. Para quien, quien es todo la desable de Israel, no es para ti y para toda la casa de tu padre. Twenty-one. And Saul answered and said, I am not a Benjamite of the smart. Am I not? Am not I? A Benjamite of the smallest of the tribes of Israel, and my family the least of all the families of the tribes of Benjamin. Therefore, then spake in thou so to me. De la más pequeña de las tribus de Israel es y no es mi familia la menos importante de todas las familias de la tribu de Pintramán, porque pues 
lijadas de esta manera. And Samuel took Saul and his servant and brought them to the parlor and made them sit in the chief, chiefest place among, among, among them that were bidden, which were about 30 persons. Veinte y dos. Entonces Samuel tomó a Sal a su criado, los llevos a la sala y les dijo un lugar a la cabecera de los invitados que eran unos treinta hombres. And now Samuel took Saul and his servant and brought them into the parlor and made them sit in the chiefest place among them where they were bidden, which were about 30 persons, that was 22 and 23. And Samuel said unto the cook, bring the portion which I gave thee, of which I said unto thee, set it by thee. Bank day three. Y dijo... Samuel conocerlo, conocinero. Trae la porción que te di, de la cual te dije, ponla aparte. 24. And he took up the shoulder and which was upon it and set it before Saul. And Samuel said, Behold, that which is left, set it before thee and eat. For unto this time has it been kept from thee since I said, I have invited the people. So Saul did eat with Samuel that day. Veinte y cuatro. Entonces el conocerno alzó el permiso con la que estaba en la en Rónimo. Con lo que estaba en él. Y lo colocó delante de Saul. Y Samuel dijo, He aquí lo que estaba reservado. Ponlo delante de ti y come, porque ha sido cortado para ti hasta el monumento. Monumento, perdóname. Señalado, ya que dije que invitado al pueblo y sal conmigo con Samuel aquí aquel día. Twenty-five. 
And they arose early, and it came to pass about the spring of the day that Samuel called Saul at the top of the house, saying, Up, that it may send thee away. And Saul rose, and they went out, both of them, and he sat, he and Samuel, abroad. Vente y se, se levantaron temprano. Y al, y al romper el alba, Samuel llamó a Saul en el trato, diciendo, levante para que yo te despida, Samuel se levantó, y ambos, Sal y Samuel, salieron a la calle. <coughs> Twenty-seven, the last verse. As they were going down to the end of the city, Saul said to Samuel, "Did the servant pass before us?" And he passed on. But stand now still a while, that I may show thee the word of God. Mentira, y si andaran a las afueras de la ciudad, Samuel dijo a Saúl, di al criado que pase de delante de nosotros y diga, pero ti quédate para que yo te declare la palabra. And that was um, Primero Samuel, Capítulo Nuevo, Verso Uno al Veinte y Siete, First Samuel, Chapter Nine, Verses One through Twenty Seven. And my prayer this morning is Mira Sion. God, I love everything you created. Please forgive me of my sins. Por favor, perdona me de mis pecados. The sins I do and I don't know. Los pecados que hago en nuestro. Please have mercy on me and protect me. Por favor, si eres pecado en mi protege me. Give me knowledge. Dame conocimiento and wisdom to execute the knowledge correctly. Y dame sabiduría para echar conocimiento correctamente. And everyone who wants to share my prayer, you're welcome to let yourself pass some of that. Todo lo que quieren compartir mi gracias. Eres bienvenido a dejar personal algo de esto. That's all I have to talk about this morning. And we were up. Mm. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just I was just gonna say, uh, I didn't know if you were muted or not, but I was just gonna say I'm really just thankful 
to be here. I do love all the new words that you were uh, saying in Spanish. I really appreciate that. I love that uh, you would talk about bridging the gap. And I love the effort that you made to understand in Spanish and say some words for yourself. And I, I really would uh, welcome anyone else to do that, you know, as you get stronger to try and um, help us to understand each other because it is important every day that we get up and we try forever. And I thank God for that. That's all I have to say. Mm. Because everything he says come true. 
Let's go find him. Perhaps he can tell us which way to go. But we don't have anything to offer him, Saul replied. Even our food is gone, and we don't have a thing to give him. Well, the servant said, I have one small silver piece. We can at least offer it to the man of God and see what happens. In those days, if people wanted a message from God, they would say, let's go and ask the seer. For prophets, for prophets used to be called seers. All right, Saul agreed. Let's try it. So they started into the town where the man of God lived. As they were climbing the hill to the town, they met some young women coming out to draw water. So Saul said, so Saul and his servant asked, is the seal here today? Yes, they replied. Stay right on this road. He is at the town gate. He just arrived to take part in a public sacrifice up at the place of worship. Hurry and catch him before he goes up there to eat. The guests won't begin eating until he arrives to bless the food. So they entered the town and as they passed through the gate, Samuel was coming out towards them to go up to the place of worship. Now the Lord had told Samuel the previous day, about this time tomorrow, I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin. Anoint him to be the leader of my people, Israel. He will rescue them from the Philistines, for I have looked down on my people in mercy and have heard their cry. When Saul, when Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said, that's the man I told you about. He will rule my people. Just then Saul approached Samuel at the gateway and asked, can you please tell me where the seer's house is? I am the seer, Samuel replied. Go up to the place of worship ahead of me. We will eat together. We will eat there together. And in the morning, I'll tell you what you want to know and send you on your way. And don't worry about those donkeys that were lost three days ago, for they have been found. And I am here to tell you that you and your family are the focus of Israel, all of all Israel's hope. Saul replied, but I'm only from the tribe of Benjamin, the smallest tribe in Israel, and my family is the least important of all the families of that tribe. Why are you talking like this to me? Then Samuel brought Saul and his servant into the hall and placed them at the head of the table, honoring them above the 30 special gifts. Yes. Samuel then instructed the cook to bring Saul the finest cut of meat, the piece that had been set aside for the guest of honor. So the cook brought in the meat and placed it before Saul. Go ahead and eat it, Samuel said. I was saving it for you, even before I invited these others. So Saul ate with Samuel that day. 
When they came down from the place of worship and returned to Tom, town, Samuel took Saul up to the roof of the house and prepared a bed for him there. At daybreak, the next morning, Samuel called to Saul, Get up. It's time you were on your way. So Saul got ready, and he and Samuel left the house together. When they reached the edge of town, Samuel told Saul to send his servant on ahead. After the servant was gone, Samuel said, Stay here, for I have received a special message for you from God. For this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be unto God. Blessings, yes, Lord of God. Thank you, Sister Robin Maria, for reading our chapters today. First Samuel, chapter 9, in its entirety. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his holy word. And the floor is open. Good day. I'll be reading First Samuel, chapter 9. A powerful man named Kishu descended from A and Z and B and A. The son of a Benjamite lived among the people of Benjamin. Kishu had a handsome young son named Saul. Now Saul was not only the most handsome man in Israel, but he was also the most imposing, standing tall, standing taller than all others. One day, Saul's father, Kish, had lost his donkeys, having wandered away. So he told his son Saul to take one of one of the servants and look for them. They traveled through the hill country of Ephraim, through the land of Ed, and through the land of of Ed, but they did not find them. Then they passed through the land of Benjamin, and still they did not see the donkeys. At last, when they came to Z, Saul told the servant who accompanied him, We had better turn around. If we keep going, my father will stop worrying about his donkeys and start worrying about us. I heard there is a man of God in this village. A man who is respected because what he predicts is always true. Before we go home, let's go and talk to him. Maybe he will have some guidance about this journey we have begun. But if we go, what will we bring to this man? We can't show up empty-handed, but even the bread in our sacks is gone. I have nothing to give the man of God. Do you have anything? I have a tenth of an ounce of silver. I will give it to the man of God, and maybe he can tell us where to go. It used to be in Israel that when people wanted to ask God a question, (coughs) they would say, let's go talk to the seer. Now they are most commonly referred to as a prophet. They were called seers. Very good. Let's go then. 
As they travel up to the city to visit the man of God, they saw some girls on their way to draw water at the well. Can you find the seer here? He's just ahead of you. He just came here because there is a sacrifice today at the altar on the high place. You can catch him if you hurry. Look for him just as you come into the city and you should catch him before he goes up to the high place to eat. No one will eat until he gets there since he is the one who will bless the sacrifice. After he does that, those who have been invited can eat. Now go on. You should encounter him right away. They went immediately as they, and as they entered the city, Samuel was walking in their direction on his way to the high place. Now the eternal one had told Samuel on the previous day, tomorrow at the Tomorrow at about this same time, I will send you a young man from Benjamin. You will anoint him to be a ruler over all Israel. I will give him strength to save my people on the Philistines because I heard their cries and their misery. When Samuel saw Saul walking towards him, the eternal spoke to him. Look, this is the young man I told you about. I've chosen him to rule over my people. There inside the gate, Saul walked up to Samuel. Can you tell me, please, where I might find the seer's house? You have found him. Come with me to the high place and eat with me today. Tomorrow morning, I will tell you what you need to know and then send you on your way. As for those donkeys that wandered off three days ago, don't give them any further thoughts. Someone has found them. Israel is more concerned today with you and your family. I come from the tribe of Benjamin, the smallest of the tribes of Israel, and I belong to the poorest family in Benjamin. Why are you saying these things to me? Samuel told Saul and his servants. Samuel took Saul and his servants up to the hall where around 30 people waited and he made them sit in the place of honor bring the portion i gave you and ask you to set aside the cook brought the thigh along with other selected parts and set them in front of Saul. Take a look. This was set aside for you. Eat and enjoy it. All because this has been reserved for you until the appointed time. I have invited these people to be our guests. So Saul feasts with Samuel the rest of the day. When they returned to the city from eating at the high place, Samuel spoke with Saul on the roof. The next morning, at the break of dawn, Samuel shouted up to Saul on the roof, wake up, 
it is time for you to send, it is time for me to send you on your way. Saul rose and he and Samuel walked out into the street. When they reached the edge, when they reached the edge of the city, Samuel told him, send your servant on ahead. When he's far, when he's far enough away, away, stop and let's talk. I need to give you a message from the true God. <clears throat> Excuse me, what I get from this, this is all, uh, um, this is all the strategic plan of God from the beginning. Um, from the first verse, he's um, describing, give a description of Saul, and that was important because it's written. And then he goes to um, the donkeys being wandering away was not by mistake. Um, it was needed for the donkeys to wander away. That way, <clears throat> Saul's um, father would send him out to look for the donkeys. And then um, it was also strategic that he took a servant with him. And then as they um, travel on their journey to find the donkeys, they didn't find them and they began to um, go a little further and saw, he said, let's turn around. And then God had a, um, his servant there to say, no, let's go further. If Saul would have went out by himself, Saul would have never ran into Samuel because Saul would have turned around. So everything was strategic from the very beginning. And then they went a little further. And then the servant was the one that brought up, let's go to the seer. And then as they travel, they run into the girls and then they ask them if, um, where's the direction of the seer? And they gave them the direction of the seer. And then that's when Samuel and Saul met. And God previously had spoke to um, Samuel the day before, let him know that he will see um, the one he, he wanted to appoint king over Israel, which was Saul, and they met. So that was an appointed place and time. All these events had to take place, and they would have never ran into each other. And um, out of his obedience, he kept going, you know, he wanted to turn around but he didn't he kept going further and um he began to feast he did mention that he uh was the least of the benjamites he was saying well we're not very you know we're not important so you know he said well you know come on let's eat i prepared a meal you know and that lets us know um he was showing how he saw himself but god saw him as being a god saw him as being greater than what he saw himself so um, that made me think of, of us today that um, help God help us to see ourselves the way that he sees us and not the way that we see ourselves, not through circumstances or through um, negative eyes, but through the eyes of God. And um, And he's, um, he sent his servant ahead of him. Um, um, 
Samuel actually listening and serving ahead of him. And that way he doesn't have a um to interfere with God um word coming forth. But sometimes somebody can be with you. And they could be have some jealousy or some things against you and you really don't know it. And they can um be negative and he just wanted it to be just him and um and Saul. So it can be a, a discussion between him and the word that God spoke to him can be released to Saul without any um, interruptions. And to me, that's why he sent his servants ahead. And good day, Brother Bible Club. Good day, Sister Tenille. Thank you for sharing today our verses, First Samuel chapter 9, and this entirety from the Voice Bible. I'd like to mention each version that everyone shares from just in case we would like to get that version for ourselves. And thank you, Sister Tenille, um, for your great keys that you shared and your interpretation. One of the keys that stood out is God's plans are strategic. And um, everything that God does is all powerful. It's always wise. He is a wise God, and he knows what to do, even sometimes when we're not sure what he's doing. And it may not make sense to us at the moment, but um, God sees everything. He knows everything. He hears conversations we don't hear. He sees things that we don't see. So um, he puts everything together for a purpose, and now we see it unfolding with um, in the book of Samuel here with Saul. And blessings, everyone. I'm going to share Sister Melanie's interpretation. She says, good morning. Saul's obedience to his father was praiseworthy when he went to look for his father's donkey. The story of Saul, God often uses occurrences to lead us where he wants. Saul's lack of knowledge about Samuel showed his ignorance of spiritual matters. Saul looked at his circumstances and did not realize the resources he had with God's help. He was so intent on finding the donkeys that he did not understand that he soon would have all the wealth of Israel. Everything he said and did was for selfish motives because he lived for himself. He didn't want to face the responsibility to watch to which God has called him. And our prayer is, Praise the Lord, Heavenly Father. I thank you for the start of a new week. I thank you for your word and the many lessons I can learn from it. Thank you for your grace, mercy, love, wisdom, and kindness. God bless you. God, in Jesus' name, it is so. And that was Sister Melanie's interpretation. Thank you, Sister Melanie. Always um, great interpretations that she took and takes the time to text um, all the information she would like for me to read. And also, if anyone else here would like to text your interpretation, maybe you're unable to speak, you're at work, or, um, pardon me, or you're um, in class, you can always text to 216-463-1574. And one of the keys that stood out in Sister Melanie's interpretation is do things for God, not for selfish reasons. And, you know, that's a key that we all can take, especially leaders, those men and women of God, you know, to do things that God wants us to do to glorify him and not just so that we can receive something from it. We have to put God first in all that we do. Everyone here, that's very important. And God bless everyone. Welcome. This is the Breakfast Bible Club. Thank you for joining us this morning. 
And if anyone is ready to share, you can feel free to do so if you would like to read all or some of the verses. Or um, if you would like to uh, share your points or interpretation or a prayer release, you are welcome to do so. Good morning, Brother Bible Club. I'm just going to give my interpretation um, so you give more people at the time, some new people. Um, my, uh, while I was listening to uh, you passing the other people's interpretation, I realized um, God, even in our punishment, God, um, God is witty because, you know, Israel kept saying we want a king, we want a king. You know what I'm saying? Instead of having God in their heart and following God's rules, what they've been taught generationally, they wanted a king. So, God will um, teach you a lesson by, uh, even in your punishment, he will teach you a lesson uh, in his witty because Saul, you see Saul was selfish. Uh, we noticed the story of Saul, certain things he did to people and he tried to get David and stuff like that. So, this is what there, this would. This is what I, I believe you call when God leave leave yourself to yourself. You know what I'm saying? To your sins. As Israel wanted somebody of their own instead of just following the word and following what they've been taught. Generationally, they, they, God left them to themselves. So this is when he's cooking up somebody that is selfish, somebody that will rule with a bad hand and not follow God's order. So this is what we could take as when we in our, our sin and in our self Righteousness, God will have let us have what we want in that moment to teach us a lesson. I know this is this, and it was it was humorous to me because Saul was a trip, and they wanted a king, so God picked the right one. You know, He said, "I got you, like the parents, our parents used to do." Okay, you want to act up? You want to act up the school? You want to follow my direction when I'm I've gone to tell you? You know, what I'm saying they they get witty with their their punishment and their discipline. And um, my prayer today is just Lord, just thank you. Uh, for just just your, the insight of how you can correct us, even in in, in the human's way, and Lord, we have to learn to just depend on you and trusting in you, Lord God. And anything we want, Lord God, in in our own selfishness, we just have to put it to the side and just let you lead us, because you is all knowing uh, what we need and deserving in our life in this time and moment, Lord God. Just thank you for just who you are in our life. We just ask you for a favor with, with man today. In this weekend, favor with you, Lord God, um, on this weekend, and walk with you, Lord God. And thank you for your word and your grace and mercy to waking us up on another day. And it's prayer, prayer, you say in Jesus' name, it is so. Um, one more thing, and I want people, um, I want to keep encourage the people that are listening, um, step out there in faith. Um, I know I, I missed the uh, young lady I knew, uh, Letitia, she did it one time, you know, she has have uh issues of, uh trying to read and stuff like that and and, and just take she took a step I'm proud of her I want to give her bigs up for that I want more people on here um to step out and uh get in God's word and trust God and and, and learning and, and and doing like the regulars you hear on here just step out on faith I promise you in his word I promise you God will fail you God will move you especially in his word if you see it, if you want to do it in your heart to step out and, and, and read a verse or two, you know, or give and learn to give your interpretation so you get closer in your word and, and your studies with God. Yes, God bless you. Thank you for sharing, Brother Preston. And also, thanks for reading our verses today. First Samuel, chapter 9 in its entirety. 
Um, thank you for uh, following, even though you, you couldn't read, you did give your interpretation based on our chapter today. And um, you had a lot of great keys in there. And also, thank you for the encouragement for um, everyone listening in. It doesn't matter how you sound, how good you can read, or how good you sound when you sing. This is a line that um, is a safe place to share. We also had, uh, in the summer, we'll have people from the READ program that are learning how to read that gets on. So it doesn't matter how well-versed you are. You know, it's all about sharing and getting into the Word. This is a great place to uh, join in and share uh, a, a lot of growth spiritually as we go through the Word, as we go through our journey, and also builds us up and, you know, learning God's character and so many other great keys that the Breakfast Bible Club does. Also, reading the Word of God helps with fear and anxiety. It helps with so many great things. You can even uh, look up what does reading the Bible do. It does so much thing, you know, many great things. So um, all is welcome to share. And also, um, one of the keys that you share, Brother Preston, is align our will with your will, God. And that's a prayer that we can all pray. When our when we ask God to align our will with his, then uh, we can't go wrong. You know, sometimes we may ask for something or look for something, and it may not be the best thing for us, but we're so strict, you know, just so um, focused on getting what we ask for. We can tend to be off course by just, you know, wanting it so bad, and God is saying, no, not yet, or not right now, or this is not for you yet, but we want it so bad, he'll give it to us. And then we see the consequences of getting it and, um, you know, regret it or even wish that we never even asked. And here we see that um, with um, them asking for a king, really pretty much they just got what they, um, their own, what they were. You know, in my, in my understanding that Saul was just like them, you know, um, looking out for self, selfishness, uh, not really, you know, focusing in on the needs of the people and the things of God, what God wants. And that's basically what the Israelites were going through. They were going through their ups and downs, through their journey um, in the wilderness, leaving Egypt with the old ways of thinking and, you know, all of the things that they had to deal with and all of the um, slave mentality and so many things they were uh, exposed to, you know, affected their ways and their personality and things they wanted. So, again, they're getting a king just like them, and um, my understanding. Mm -hmm. Blessings, everyone. Welcome. This is the Breakfast Bible Club. Is there anyone else ready to share? Well, blessings, everyone. Um, I'm going to check and see if I have any shared text that anybody wants me to share. So um, bear with me one moment. And if anyone else is ready, you can still jump in. Okay, well this concludes the Breakfast Bible Club. Tomorrow we're going to start in uh, chapter 10. We're doing 1 Samuel chapter 10 in its entirety. So that's the whole chapter. There's, I believe, 27 verses. So we're doing all of the verses. Chapter 10 tomorrow, Tuesday. That is our verses. Please make a note of it. If everyone knows where we are, so we can be on the same page. Also, if today you have, if today is your born date, God bless you. If you were born today, on this date, 
um, of course not the year, but on the date. God bless you. Um, give God the glory to see another year of life. Praise God. I have a verse for you, Psalms 118, verse 24. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. So be grateful for today, another day of life. Be grateful to see another year, all because of God. Give God the glory for life. Lord God bless you. May he bless you to see many, many more. I'm going to read a couple of announcements. Also, the number to text is 216-463-1574 to share. If you would like to send your uh, prayer request, you can send it via text or your uh, interpretation through text. You can also, if you would like prayer, you can uh, leave a, a callback contact number, leave your contact information, and I will get back with you uh, to uh, pray with you in agreement if you need prayer, if you're going through a tough time or a situation, if you need some encouragement. I'm Minister Lay, the host of the Breakfast Bible Club. This is God's Club. And if anybody wants uh, me to call them back in prayer, I will do, do that. I answer the calls first come, first serve. I get a lot of calls, so I try to get back to everyone in the order that um, they reached out to me. And if you have an emergency situation, you can reach out to me. Leave me a voicemail. I check my voicemails every day at the end of the day, and I will get back to you, with you between a day or two. Also, our website is www.diamondsofpromisellc.org. So if anybody would like to... Um, Check us out, give, our cash shop is up. We're working on our building fund, getting things in order so that we can do some in-person services. Um, also, everyone is invited, you know, everyone here. And also, um, you can. we are taking donations. We run on donations, so we're taking donations of gently used and new items, clothing items, coats, gloves, winter gear, boots. So if you have any of these things, these things and you would like to donate, please reach out to me again, 216-463-1574. Everyone is invited. Also, we invite you all to our power, power, Hour of Power prayer call. That's every Saturday from 12 noon to 1 p.m. That is a very blessed call. We open up with the first 15 minutes of worship. Then we go on to, uh, we go on to casting all of our cares unto the Lord. For he cares for us, which is First Peter chapter 5, verses 7 through 10. We give God everything on that call. It's a great way to relieve stress, to relieve anxiety, to lift those heavy burdens that weigh us down. Just give it all to God. If you have an issue that's sensitive in nature, you can use your mind. But this is a corporate call. I ask that everyone pray aloud, worship aloud, and come together. When I'm, no one is listening in, it's a safe place to share. We're all there for the same reason, to get answers from God. Also, at the end of that call, we ask God for his, um, for him to speak to us. He usually gives us a scripture, a verse, a word, or a song, or he gives us something. And so um, we know that we're connected with him. We're not just dumping everything down and walking away. We are asking God for answers, and he does give us something that he wants to say to us. So that was that's what made the call unique, listening in for his voice. Everyone is welcome. Join us on Saturday, 12 noon. Also, everyone is invited for our Wednesday, our Wednesday um, noonday teaching. That's from 12 noon to 1245. 
The teaching is 45 minutes or less. We teach on a topic that is relevant for today. And we give verses on the topic of what God's word says on the topic. Um, not our opinion, but we give God's word and what he says on it. And we share our own testimony as well. Also, we have our Thursday, Thursday book club, 7 p.m. sharp to 8 p.m. Join us. The name of our book is Repentance, Cleansing Your Generational Bloodline by Natasha Gribich. It is a very blessed book, very powerful book. It's biblically based. Everything we do on the Breakfast Bible Club and also on um, every connection that we have, the noonday teachings, all that we do is biblically based. We use the Word of God for our focus. So join us. That book is life-changing on um, how to uh, cleanse your bloodline. If you've never heard of that before, call in. It's very interesting to find out about how to cleanse your bloodline. If you see those cycles and patterns happening in your bloodline, how to break free from those things. Also, um, we have our Breakfast Bible Club. You're on today. We have it at 8.05 a.m. And we go on to about 9.30 or until the last person has shared. So right around now, um, so if you have that time free, or even if you have a part of that, your morning free, please join us. We encourage everyone to read, share, uh, give your interpretation of what you get from the verses. And, uh, you know, God grows you spiritually whenever you go in his word. So uh, we thank everyone for listening in today. This concludes our announcements. I believe I've covered everything. We're going to have some new speakers speaking on Wednesdays. Uh, to teach in the word we got some interesting topics coming up so everyone check us out tune in stay connected i'm minister lane and i'm going to pray us out and god bless everybody thank you for listening in today and is there anyone with any questions or comments don't be afraid come on get it please well god bless everybody Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God, for the word today. I thank you for our verses, Lord God, that went forth. Father, I ask that you will bless everyone here on the line, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity to come together with my brothers and sisters to read your holy word. I thank you for spiritual growth, God, for everyone on the line. I thank you for our journey through Genesis to Revelation. Bless us, God, and guide us to complete our journey. Lord, open up our spiritual eyes and spiritual ears in Jesus' name to help us to receive all that you have for us. Father, I thank you for blessing us, God, and pouring into us today. Lord, I ask that you will continue to guide us with your word, for your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Lord, keep our path illuminated. Keep us on the straight path. Help us not to go off course, God. Help us not to stumble and fall, God. Bless us. Keep us, carry us through, and protect us. Draw those here to the line, Lord God, that desire to read the word of God. Father, so many people have not read your word. They've only gotten what the pastor has mm. preached to them, Lord. But I pray that we will begin to seek you for ourselves and read the word of God for our own understanding. Lord, I thank you for this new day. Lead us and guide us today. Bless our spirits today. Lift any heaviness, depression anxiety, sorrow, evil spirits of murder, rage, anger, and lust. Cast them out from us in Jesus' name. Bind them suicidal thoughts and actions. Cast them out from us in Jesus' name. Let everyone here know that they are important and that they are loved by you. 
Let no one leave this earth prematurely, Lord God, without filling, fulfilling the plan and the purpose that you have called for us under the sound of my voice, Lord God. Let no one here uh, feel that they are not valued by you, God. No matter where they come from, no matter what family they come from, we read how he felt that he was of the tribe of Benjamin. Saul said that there's not many of them. And, you know, he felt like he was insignificant. But, Lord, I pray that you would show us, Lord God, that we are all important, that there's no one here by mistake or accident. And, Lord, I thank you that you have created us all with a plan and a promise and a purpose. And I pray that we will walk that out before leaving this earth. Father, I thank you for extension of time. I thank you for extension of life. Protect us from evil. I thank you for sending your angels to guide us, to lead us, even when we do not see the battle before us. Lord, I thank you for guidance. Find and remove every evil spirit that may come and minister to the portals of our mind today. Cut off all evil communication that may minister to our hearing. I cover our hearing in the blood of Jesus. You said, my sheep shall know my voice, and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. Help us, Lord God, to listen into what you have for us and to not only just listen, but to actually do what you called us to. By your stripes, Jesus, we are healed. Our minds are healed. Our bodies are healed. Our spirits are healed. We walk in victory. Victory is our middle name. I declare and declare that we are victorious in Jesus' name. Break every generational curse that may rest upon anyone here. Lord, draw those to the book that are dealing with generational curses and how to cleanse their bloodline. Break word curses spoken over anyone here on this line from birth. Counsel them out, dismantle them in the name of Jesus. We are the head and not the tail above and never beneath. We are blessed going in and blessed going out. We're blessed in the city and in the field. That means everywhere we go, we are blessed. We stand on your promises, God, and we believe what you say about us, God. We come out of agreement with anything other than what your word says about us. Remove all sicknesses and disease, illnesses, dry up all cancer cells, tumors, any issues in our body, regulate our blood sugar, and regulate our blood pressure to normal levels. Anyone's that uh, pressure is out of order or out of the alignment. Lord, I thank you for removing any pain in our bodies. Father, touch our bodies and heal us from head to toe. Any infections in our skin, Father, dry them up and remove them, whether we're in awares or in unawares of them. Lord, we thank you for total and complete healing in every area of our body in Jesus' name. Bless the women calling in today from 211, first call for help. Bless those calling in from the Diamonds of Promise line and those coming out of FGM. God, provide healing and provide education on this evil cultural practice. You never call for women to be circumcised. Father, reveal to them the damage that is being done to these women. They're unable to conceive with their husbands. Father, heal their bodies that they can bring forth children. And Lord, show education to those that are still performing this practice of FGM. Lord, I thank you for healing those women from domestic violence, human trafficking, prostitution, PTSD, incest, rape, miscarriages, Lord, cover their hearts and help them with that um, empty place, God, those that went through abortion. Father, forgive them and let them forgive themselves and any other kinds of abuse, God. Release your healing over it all, Lord God. Release your breakthrough, Lord God. Lord, reveal 
Lord God, that you love them. Show them a better way, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, help anyone that is trapped in these cycles to be free, Lord God, because you said who the Son sets free is free indeed. Lord, I pray that you'll provide housing for those that are homeless, safe and affordable housing. Break demonic cycles, God. Release deliverance for those coming out of prison, mental prisons, physical prisons that need to go back into society. Lord, bless them, cover them, guide them, lead them, open up doors for them, Lord. Get them a new start, Lord. Those coming off of drugs and alcohol, Father. Father, heal them to the root. Dry up the desire and the need. Take the, the taste and the desire for the drugs and alcohol from their system, Lord, from their lips, God. Lord, fill those broken and wounded places with you, those places that lead to that desire. And Lord, I thank you for healing to the root. Because once you heal it to the root, the fruit will fall off. So I thank you, Lord God, for those that served in the military, touched them, that went through trauma, covered them, Lord God, blessed them, Lord God, that served this country and other countries. Father, heal them, guide them, and Lord, soothe them, Lord God, that they're dealing with any trauma. Father, step in and provide what they need in Jesus' name. Lord, bind those monitoring evil spirits, destroy them with the blood of Jesus that attach themselves to anyone here on the line. I thank you in advance for clearing those spirits, Lord God, and removing them. I thank you in advance for peace, peace that surpasses all understanding. And those that are here that cry out against gun violence and racism, remove the hatred, heal the brokenness, God, and mend their hearts. Those that are in sorrow from losing their children or their loved ones due to gun violence or any other violence, God, have mercy in Jesus' name on them. I thank you in advance for your healing and your breakthrough. Father, bless our transportation. As we go out, we make it back safely from point A to B. Lord God, bless us wherever we go. Joshua 1 and 9, be with us. Cancel all accidents and incidents over anyone's transportation today, no matter what type of transportation they may take. Lord, I thank you for breaking any satanic agenda over anyone. Cancel any blood sacrifices made over anyone. Release safety angels to cover us every day. Lord, bless our godly marriages with love, peace, healing, unity, binding fidelity, and cheating marriage breaking spirits. And Jesus, be the center of those unions. And Lord, let there be peace in the blended families. The blended families, Lord God, bring peace in the children and the home with those mixed uh, families, God. And Lord, bind up domestic violence, arguing, and strife amongst your marriages. And Lord God, I pray that you would bless those that are praying for a spouse to be equally yoked. Lord God, give them the right person at the right time. And Lord, I thank you for the advance. Find the spirit of loneliness. And anyone that is lonely, fill that void with you. Let them put their hands to something that edifies you and acts of service or whatever they can do to give you glory, God. Bless those that are single and satisfied to keep their hearts and minds on you. We give you the glory for whatever state we are in. Remember the lost in our families. Save them, deliver them. We lift up our communities, cities, countries, and our world. United States of America, Jamaica, Puerto Rico, bless things. Good day to Japan, Canada. Those callers that call it from Canada, God bless you. Um, those that call it from Saudi Arabia from time to time, bless you. Our callers from Africa, everywhere, no matter where they are, God, release revival. Move through these countries, God. Move through these nations, God. Father, remember Israel and the Gaza-Hamas war. Release, Lord God, a peace treaty over that land. Father, we lift up Israel to you, God. Have mercy, God. Those that have lost so much, Lord. Father, touch their 
their prime minister, Benjamin, Lord God. Lead him and guide him as well, Lord God. And Lord, we pray for our president, prime ministers, leaders, all those in leadership, Holy Spirit, guide them, lead them, bless them, give them understanding, align their actions and ways with your word. Touch those that make decisions for us, for they affect us, God. The Holy Spirit, move over those leaders. Cancel every spirit of poverty and lack here on this line. I decree and declare that all of our rent is paid, our mortgage is paid, we have healthy food in our refrigerators, our cabinets are filled to capacity. We have more than enough. I speak it over this line. Our bills are paid. All is well in our homes. We have enough to even help others. All repairs are made that are needed, Lord. We walk in abundance. We walk in overflow. We are resource centers to others. We can give to others. Lord, I thank you for this in advance. Bless those essential workers in our communities, God, here on the line as well, the post workers, police officers, ambulance, all those delivery, Lord God, those that do the works and service for community, bless them, cover them. Those that are cashiers, whatever they do, bless them, God, and cover them. Father, I thank you for increasing our discernment, and we give you honor, we give you glory, and we give you all the praise that is due unto you. In Jesus' mighty name, it is so. God bless everybody. Until. Plenty. Blessings.